Protest brings change, but is using sport that way a step too far? Who decides if other country, another country's views are wrong? Who, who sets the standard with anything? We're off to Rostock in South Oxfordshire. Um, where's that near, William? Uh, Rostock is near East Hendred. East um, Hendred, sort of wow. s- south of Steventon, east of East Hendred. Yeah, in Oxfordshire. So that's where the listener question's coming from. So if you live down there, it could be yours. We like to open the door to the tough conversations and uh, this podcast, the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast, isn't always about the countryside because that's where you you listeners uh, want to take us with the questions you send in. I'm Stuart the Wild Man Mabbit. My job is to get, get people thinking and making nature and the environment part of daily life and actually realising they are part of nature, not separate to it, not consumers of it. They are part of it. Who's the co-host? I'm William Anklo. And let's just remember... I definitely have got an introduction this time, because um, yeah. last time, last, last episode, episode, we weren't sure. So we maybe William had two introductions. And maybe we had three. We never know, no, do no, we? Well, no. until until we actually go back and edit. Well, yeah. you go back and edit this. Yeah. yeah my name is William Manclo. Thanks very much for being with us, and thanks again for another question. And it is taking us off in a different direction than yeah. the last question is in the last episode. Yeah. Um, I am a photographer. I am a podcast host. I am a speaker. And I am also a drone pilot as well, so I do many different things in my life. And we always try and come up with actions that address what we discuss, and we always try and come up with localised actions that wherever you are in the world, you can take them to maybe make life a bit better, the environment a bit better, the quality of life in your area. And uh, often it's not a debate, even though it says it on the title. It's very often just a conversation um, and uh, just between William and I. You know, William and I don't really see the questions until we press record. And I'll just double check there that I am recorded. And uh, yeah, sometimes it does cut out, doesn't it? Yeah. And uh, we're like two men sat in a pub. And we get given an, an envelope with a question in, and we just empty our brains on into the microphones. So, who is the question from? From Rostock, South Oxfordshire. It is from Kate. Thank you very much, Kate. And I know her well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. We we see her every week. Yeah. We don't. We don't. Honestly. Um, So Kate's question, a workman on my roof was shouting his views to his work colleagues the other day. Do you agree with him? I don't know, I don't know what what he said. Well, if you you give me a minute, I will... Bag it and bin it. It will just, the the, the information will come your way. Lovely jubbly. He said, and I've edited out out his prolific swear words, three in one sentence at times, not much room left for what he was saying. Yeah, I've heard people do that. Yeah. so anyway, during the Football World Cup in 2022, players in the sport were politicising the event by ramming the rainbow and gay rights down our throats. Some countries frown upon homosexuality and that should be respected. Protest brings change, but is using sport that way a step too far? Surely the debate is better maintained by banning countries hosting and competing in these events if they have unfairness in their society like Qatar does? Or will that push discrimination underground? Who decides if other country, another country's views are wrong? Many powerful countries who criticise others have rules others don't like either, so are they really pure or the pure? Surely dialogue and reason is the way to go? Although if we ha- want diversity, why do we hit countries over the head because of extreme beliefs? Gay, women, abortion, it's all hypocritical. No culture is right, but are we talking about fairness? I'd love to know whether swear words were in that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's what she says. I think it's humour in there. What, what was it? Um, 
she heard a workman on her on her roof and uh, she's edited out a lot of his prolific swear words three in one sentence at times not much room for what he was saying i know people who do that you know they start they start um you know i'm just trying to think of it uh, uh, mean this banana tastes you know yeah you know when, when when you listen to that back with all those bleeps there isn't much room for many other words so I think a maximum of maybe one or two swear words in one sentence is enough. But when somebody starts putting three in, yeah. I think limited intelligence. But there are some valid points in this, what this bloke was saying. The overall feeling I got about the question about this person's point was almost, it's like, who 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 sets the standard with anything? Yeah. You know, can we can we... As um, a member of one country, tell them how another country should be. Yeah. Um, I'd mean, have liked to have been there at this point because, uh, as I say, this guy could have been could interpret with all the swear words a bit, a bit of an imbecile. But there are some very good points in this. Yes, um, protest protest brings about change, but is using sport that way a step too far? Can sport be used as a form of protest? I think everybody can. Everything can be. Yes, and it's timing it. Yes, exactly. You know, during the Football World Cup, players and the sport were 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 politicising the event by by ramming the rainbow gay rights down our throats. Now, I know one person who who did didn't like um, the the team photograph. They have in rainbow things. The fact it was ramming it down our throats. But I don't necessarily think it's ramming it down our throats. But I do think it's it's more t- it's tokenism. I think there are that that there are. It's like the I can't remember his name, but there was in a previous episode somebody referred to it, and we did an episode about it. There was a Blackpool Football Club f- player. Mm. He came out as being gay, and at the time, I just felt. That we we haven't really moved on since the seventies. If if coming out is still necessary, yes. and if coming out is the limit to the 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 the, the legacy, the inspiration, because you haven't heard that person speak again about uh, you know what what uh, b- b- being gay, just announced it. Now I personally think a stronger way of bringing in incl- inclusivity and that and it was just about homosexuality and sexuality uh, as a wider thing is it, it, is you see it you live it you just get on with it and in 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 you in, in and you're still some people are still going to say oh so seeing a t- two women kiss or something in the strips ramming it down our throats i, I was with a gay bloke uh, a couple of uh, couple of weeks ago and we were sat on a park bench and then, and this, this husband and wife obviously met for lunch and then went their separate ways. Mm. And and he, he, he the husband kissed the wife and the, the gay bloke turned to me. He said, "What well, these heterosexuals ramming their sexuality down my throat?" He said, "I've had enough. Why can't they just get on with their lives?" But there will always be people who say ramming it down your throat. But I, I just think wearing a, a, a ribbon, it's good. But it, it, it you know, that there's more. There's more to you know, I think there's more powerful messages and actually just seeing it, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I wouldn't say it's ramming it down, uh, having it's, these rainbows or ramming it down the throat. Some people will say that. Yeah, I, th- I think it's an intimidation. Feel, people people feel, can feel intimidated by it yeah. for some reason. Um, yeah. 
but you know it's a bit like say for example gay pride march gay prides yeah is you could say that's ramming it down your throat but at the same time for me it's not something i ever engage in it's not something i'm interested in yeah um so but at the same time it's just like yeah you go off and you do your thing you do your yeah. thing um, yeah, I don't I mean, feel like it's ramming it down my throat. It's just, it's also, there's also this, this. I think there needs to be a continual awareness of this as well. Yeah, I mean, to talk about gay pride, I just think for me that that is an indication that we, the fact that we still need to be doing that means we haven't really moved on. I mean, uh, gay gay pride started in the 70s and I'd have liked to have it to, you know, to, to, to not be necessary, you know. And okay, it is necessary, but I, I just think it's an indication we have not really moved on. But the some countries frown upon homosexuality and that should be respected. Should yeah. that be respected? Okay. Um, uh, for, for me, I think it's it's all part of the human condition. It's all part of humanity. Uh, Homosexual, homosexuality has been around for, 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 for since humans have been a, been a species, I would say. Yeah, I mean, so let it's me just read that. Some condition. countries frown upon homosexuality and that should be respected. I think it should be confronted. Um, that, that That is their belief. And, you, 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 you know, that's a starting point for a conversation. Hmm. You know, you can't, if you attack people, you know, then get defensive. You know, you, you, you infiltrate the conversation. And you normalise the conversation. It's a slow old process, but but so, also, but also maybe delve into where that comes from in the first place. I think it is. is well, should that be respected? I think countries' beliefs should be respected, but challenged. Yes, and investigated. Yeah, yeah. I just like the whole idea of like yeah. where, right? Okay, so you um, you frown upon homosexuality. Why is why? that? Why? Why? Do, why do you frown upon homosexuality? Yeah. What is the root cause of that? Yeah. And well, yeah, then yeah. then think about what what motive what what is that motivation? Yeah. What motivates you to um, frown upon it? Yeah. I mean that the uh, the, the person I know who said, oh well, you know, having the ribbons is, and you know, talking about it is just ramming it down our throats. They say I don't have a problem with them, you know. It's it's almost like they don't want as it's a little bit. Well, what's the word? I can't think of the word. Um, you know, don't want sexuality talked about at all. Whatever it is, it's a mm. little bit prudish. Yeah, there's, there's a bit. There's there's definitely prudish prudishness in the in the, the conversation around homosexuality mm. because especially male. Mm. So homosexuality, yes, yeah. but particularly male homosexuality yeah. is often about a particular, well, how people have sex, yeah. basically, and I think it makes people very feel very very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but as I always say, live and let live. It's nothing to yeah. do with me. What somebody does in the in their private lives, I've got I've, yeah. as long as the people involved are, are are consensual in what they're doing. I think there's a lot of homophobia wrapped up in in pretend acceptance, maybe. And that's why I don't think we've moved on as a society because... I, I, I think it will take a long time to move on as yeah. a society because we really are still quite, yeah. a, quite a, um, a, yeah. basic, a basic animal. But also way. bringing it back, there is also the, the, there is a, an element of, of any movement away from sexuality, any group of people, that when they celebrate their, their shared experience, 
what they're really doing is just want to be accepted amongst the group. They want to belong to some sort of group. I've seen people go off to various uh, carnivals or or, or um, not not um, call it uh, uh, not a retreat, but they have a um, not a conference, but it's a group gathering. And people just get, well, I've heard them travelling there, they're just excited, oh, I'm just excited, they build up in their mind, they're excited, and it's, I just think it's, I need to conform. So I, I one, I don't think we, we've evolved from the 70s with, uh, with uh, what do you call it, homophobia, because we still need to have, have have this, this, okay, we're here, we're not going anywhere, but we also haven't evolved, because we have to prove to ourselves that we belong somewhere, somehow. I'm saying that from somebody who, who insists on belonging outside, um, but but by being a rebel, you, you know, I still kowtow to what it is to be an acceptable rebel. Anyway, that's a psychological and philosophical thing that you want to churn on uh, over your over your uh, what do you call it um, oval team uh, in the evening. Well, should we do, we'll carry on with the rest of this question. Yep. So, surely the debate is better maintained by banning countries hosting and competing in these events if they have unfairness in their society, like Qatar does. I don't. I don't think banning banning countries hosting these things makes any difference actually, because no. you probably find that if you ban them anyway, and there's going to be other countries that they ban, they probably actually will. They will create their own version of whatever you're doing anyway and there'll be their own little echo chamber yeah well, well that's what's happening separately completely it's what Saudi Arabia are doing they've taken there's so much money there they, they're they buying up the the golf players and they're, 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 a lot of the footballers are going over there and playing and, you know they're, they're almost producing their own world Mm. world order in 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 sport yes but that that's you know that's evolving but surely the debate is better maintained by banning uh countries hosting and competing in these events if they have unfairness in their society like qatar well qatar hosted the football world cup now i think if you ban and you isolate you, you don't really know what's going on behind closed doors look look at what went on in in the Soviet Union in the uh, in the eighties, you know, we had propaganda on both sides, and we, we, you know, we had no idea what was going on behind the Iron Curtain. Yes, you have a look what goes on in North Korea. We don't know. Yes. So if you ban countries, you know, you, 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 you can hide stuff better if you're banned and it goes underground. I think basically you're pushing, you're put, you're you're making a country outside of yeah. the group. You're basically yeah. pushing somebody outside of the group, and yeah. then they could just do what they then they are hidden in a way. So yeah. it goes on to say, "Oh, will that push discrimination underground?" Yeah, it really can do. Yeah. I mean, a lot of all these points that we're put, we're making here, by the way, uh, are f uh, from the the question that Kate from Rostock in Oxfordshire sent us in. And this. Yeah, there was a, somebody on her roof. Somebody, somebody swear cussing and swearing, but actually was coming in amongst that was coming up some very good points to challenge our thoughts on. Yeah, so, so you've highlighted this next bit, Stuart, yeah. which is who decides if other, uh, another country's views are wrong. Many powerful countries who criticise others have rules others don't like either. So are, there, are they really purer than pure? It's like uh, America. A lot of people criticise America, the USA. Um, they, they have a, 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 what do you call it, a, a black rights... Uh, massive issue right from the 60s you know and goes right back to the slave yes slave you know and you know and th they still have these ingrained uh, beliefs but 
I'm not going to slag the Americans off, but every country is responsible for having beliefs and that other countries don't have, uh, don't agree with. Like the UK, largely we 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 deny how things are connected with with uh, the, the the colonialism and the slave trade and. Uh, you know, we have all yes. these all these statues that celebrate um, slave owners, but actually, we should instead of destroying those statues, or we should actually be telling the whole story through those statues instead of saying, "Oh, uh, the, 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 this like Rhodes in Oxford." There's uh, Cecil Rhodes. He was a uh, you know colonialist, and uh, Oriel College have said, "No, he, he's not going to remove his statue because he's part of history." Yeah, but let's tell the whole history through these statues, you know. Mm. And, and and yeah, but it's a very good point. Who, um, who decides if another country's views are wrong? I don't think you can. I won't edit out Williams' yawn there. Um, I don't think you can. We're all hypocrites. Yes. We all again balance and measure. You know, inclusivity, balance and measure, and then. We're still stuffed uh, as 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 a human race. We're still we're still selfish. We're still try, uh, survival of the fittest. We're still trying to conform, but but you know and 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 and, and but have our own voice. And that's what this is on a grand scale. Okay, um, surely the dialogue dialogue and reason is the way to go. Absolutely, no disagreement has ever been resolved without people sat discussing things mm. it's to get around the same table yeah and to come to some 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 agreement or campfire whatever yeah it's, yeah exactly yeah yeah uh, although if we want diversity why do we hit other countries over the head because of extreme beliefs well that's an interesting one because you know there's diversity in beliefs you know you got the rastafarians you know the 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 the, the you know that they take substances that uh, we we consider should be illegal you know uh, but by having these diverse beliefs by having racism by having homophobia by having them we can then challenge because um if if we removed all these things there'd be no learning it's just decreasing the 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 the, the destruction and, and the impact these beliefs have and then you actually find people suddenly realise they're more similar than 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 we realise, and then you start getting the rebellious side. And I don't want to be similar. I want to be different. I want individuality. Yes. I, I'm going to be as outrageous as possible. And uh, I, I, um, I, I remember John Lydon said uh, I saw him speak a couple of years ago, and somebody said, "Do you do you agree with what you used to say when you were in your twenties?" And he said, well, I, I, I stand by what I said, but I wouldn't say what I said then, uh, now, in that way. He said, but you, when you're younger, you have this anger, you have this energy, and you just have to, uh, you know, do your best. And, and, and the key, in the key is you look back and you think, well, actually, I wouldn't do that now, because you obviously learnt something. Mm. Um, gay, human, w women, abortion—it's all hypocritical. No culture is the right uh, is right, but are we talking about fairness? Yeah, I don't think any culture is right. No culture is wrong. It's about being fair, but balanced, measured, not not discriminating, 
Yes. Um, no culture is entirely right. No. But I don't think you should exclude, you should ban, you know. You, I remember when I was in the cl- at school in the classroom, so I, I was expelled or removed from the class. It didn't change me. Yeah, I... I With, I, weirdly, I tried to get, get back into the class that I was fighting to get out of. Yes. Once I was excluded, I want to get back in. I, I was expelled from school once for, for, for um, get this, truancy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> why would why, so the punishment for, for for not being at school is not being at school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is strange. Your lack of education shows because I know you're doing a podcast for me. Because <laughs> we're both uneducated. Well, we're we're both uh, morons. Who's less? Who's the, who's the biggest moron out of the two of us? Yeah, don't well, don't answer that question. No. But the one thing, the one one fact that I can definitely tell you right now. Is that we currently have thirty listeners, thirty listener questions left that you've sent us in. Yeah. So now is the time to start getting questions in again because your question will pop up much, much, much sooner. But it won't be until the new year. Yeah, I mean, we we dropped down to about twenty two questions um, for a while, but we're you know now I think once we get to about that twenty two, twenty four, twenty six. People feel confident in sending their questions in because they'll be heard, and you know, relatively soon. But I have to say, the one thing, the one I want to look at, when I look look at the questions, I'm not going to say what the questions are. I'm not going to even look at them. I'm seeing who they're from. But uh, welcome back, Roman in Slovakia. Uh, welcome back, Vandana. Welcome back, Pedro. I say Pedro. Yeah, welcome back, and Ella as well in yeah. Heaton, Mersey. Debs in Digcott. Uh, Rory, thank you very much for coming. Yeah, we, we, it's really good to hear from you guys because we hear from, we, you're. You, you've sent us so many questions in to discuss, and you, especially the likes of Rory and Vandener and Pedro. Yeah. yeah. Debs is sending in a lot for the <laughs> end of this year. I was hoping you're so, going to back it up with another Pedro. Yeah. As Elaine Pedro? T- I say Pedro. Elaine in Telford. I think Gavin in Grove has sent a question before. Yeah. Um, Ramon, Ramona in Paraguay is another one. Debs yeah. has sent a few, quite a few. Al, 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 Olivia, I think, has sent one in Ridge from Ridgeway, yeah. Illinois before. Alvaro in Spain, Ramona in Paraguay again, Russ in Harcourt Hill. Thanks. Yeah. So, oh, Billy in Sorgus. I remember trying to, uh, yeah. we, we had to look up how to pronounce that name, yeah. didn't we? Good to have that. loads of people sending in repeat questions coming in. So. Yes, thank you very much. And uh, so th- this one has been Kate from Rostock. Uh, next time it's going to be Derek from West Hendred, again uh, in the Didcot area in Oxfordshire, southern England. So oh, and stop where's, by. Where's West Hendred? West Hendred, it's near East Hendred. It's west, west, it's west of East Hendred, and yeah. east is east of West Hendred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you anyway, think? Yeah, <laughs> over yeah, uh, over these very strange uh, places in in Oxfordshire where they've all got web feet. 